So we have a few minutes um, for questions and we have two of our wonderful Dominican friars with us. So we'll all the florists will come up and answer any questions that you may have. So I'm Father Stephen Maria Lopez and I'm a native San Diegan so it's great for me to show my brother and my sisters on my hometown. Um, I grew up in Poway and so uh, it's just wonderful to be here. I'm the vocation director like sister but for the Dominican Friars here in the Western United States. My name is Father James Moore. I'm a native Californian as well but farther north, Fresno County and my family are farmers and it's a good to be down here in this part of the state again uh, sort of and to see all of you at visit to be with father and the sisters father and I often travel together and go around to this my job is vicar provincial for advancement which means I'm the chief fundraiser for the Dominicans uh, chief beggar begging is actually part of our lives this has been a special week though because we've been with our sisters and normally it's just guys traveling or girls traveling. But as the Lord created the world, male and female, he also created the Dominican order, male and female. So it's been a special blessing to be with our sisters this week. We're not used, like I said, traveling with, with uh, women, but it's been a blast. <laughs> so questions. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> They've tolerated us. <laughs> questions from you guys? Okay, so I've been teaching for nine years, um, five years high school, and I'm not currently teaching, otherwise the students would be in trouble right now, but um, I, I work with Sister Peter in the vocation office, um, and in high school I taught religion or theology, and most often I've taught seniors and teaching um, morals and bioethics, which I love teaching. What is sanctifying grace? What is sanctifying grace? Sanctifying grace is what helps make us holy, right? Sanct it comes from the, the Latin word sanctus, right? To me, to me made holy. Sanctifying grace makes us holy. So sanctifying grace comes to us at baptism, and it also helps us to be saved, right? It helps bring us close to, to Christ and always walk with him. Now, we can lose sanctifying grace in a certain sense when we commit mortal sin, we turn our backs to God, but then we come back in that state of grace, we call it, you know, when we come back to him and turn back to him once more, especially through the great sacrament of reconciliation or confession. But sanctifying grace dwells in us and is really truly that, like Sister said, God dwelling within us. Yeah. Another, like, it's, it's, it's the life of God. Um, if the the very life of God, communion with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, way back there. Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> Do you want to answer that? Yeah, sister, sister has good answers to that. Because that's, that's actually a question a lot of people have, I think. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I think, um, maybe, did everybody hear that question? Maybe not. So the, the question is, 
do we, you know, we, feel, we felt called to doing one thing, now that's done, um, and we're not currently feeling called to something else, so do we wait until we feel called? How does that work? Is that a fair restatement? Okay. So I think sometimes that's happening because we're confusing what it means for God to be calling us to something. So we think we have to kind of feel God pulling us in a certain direction. But a lot of times, God actually wants us to choose to do what we want, um, if it's good, right? So if you're choosing between good things, which hopefully that's most of the time, then, then God is kind of like, so, so, so choose one. And, and you're not choosing it without him because he's within you. And so you, you use your mind actually thinking about your choices is the best way to make a choice. So if you're praying, receiving the sacraments, living a virtuous life, then when you make a choice, you, you think about it, and then you do what you think seems best and what you desire. And that, that's actually how God works with a human person. He, he usually doesn't act from outside, but he uses our human powers. So he gave us, through our intellect and will, the ability to choose freely. And he loves it when we do that. He actually blesses it. Um, and then if you, if you realize, ooh, this isn't going so well, this, whatever choice I made is causing these unexpected problems in my life, then you kind of reassess, okay, maybe I should take a different, a different path. But I think the idea that you have to wait to feel like God is saying something um, just trust that God is actually speaking to you through your own virtuous use of your intellect and your will. So your power to know the truth and to seek the good. Any more questions? So by synchronicities, you mean like things that happen, like you're like, whoa, that, I can't believe that just happened. Yeah, absolutely. So sister was talking about the gift of obedience, right? And so one of the, by far, in a certain sense, the most, the most difficult vow, especially to the contemporary American who wants, you know, it's about me, right? It's about what my wants are and what my desires are. So in obedience, we sort of surrender that. At the same time, it's amazing how you can find out this is really how God is calling me. I remember the first time I was assigned, I mean, full disclosure, I'm a, I was a music major and I'm an organist by training and a choir director. My, my love is uh, for Anglican choral music and for great Catholic choral music and Latin and chant and things. And my very first assignment, the pastor said, hey, you're the youngest, go work with the life team kids. I was like, how am I supposed to? Turns out I was actually really good with it. And it's, again, God working through, and every move in my life has been that way. Every time I get reassigned, every, whatever it is, and it's usually unexpected. And I say, okay, Lord, I'll follow this way. And fruit comes. So all those things, are, especially when, when you listened to the way God works in your life and you surrender to him, it's amazing how things will happen. Yeah, so not just coincidences, but absolutely part of his plan for me, which is not the plan that I drew up ever. And I continue to draw up plans for myself and they just totally are not that.
And I just wanted to add something to what Father said, you know, of um, looking for signs, you know, of God's will. You know, that's often, um, some of you might be more prone to that than others. Like, is that a sign? Wait, was that the sign? And you're looking for signs, of, and it's very difficult because you're like, did that mean this, did that mean that? And we know our human weaknesses and we can be really wrong. Um, and so it can be confusing. And what seems to be uh, more often than not, God does use signs, but usually it's to confirm what you already know that you want and should be doing. That's how he'll usually use the sign and to be like, oh yeah, okay, I'm on the right track. One of our sisters was just sharing her vocation story just like a couple weeks ago, and she was trying to discern her vocation, and she said when it was come time to the um, Pope Francis, you know, he was elected and he was gonna come out and they were gonna have the new name, and she was like, okay, if he takes the name Francis, then I know I'm supposed to be a sister, like I should go. And and she really, really wanted, she's like, I hope it's Francis, I hope it's Francis. And it was Francis, and there had never been a Francis. And, she, and But she realized because how much she wanted his name to be Francis, it confirmed for her, I really do want to be a sister. But God used that in his master plan of all eternity. He's like, if you really need me to do that, I will do that for you. Um, and, and, and make that, you know, desire. So anyway, signs, you know, that he uses in our lives can also be to confirm what we already know and want. Yeah. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's necessarily like, you know, wrong. You know, God wants us to have faith, you know, to pray for an increase in in faith, to trust him as our heavenly father, that that he wills our good and wants his will, but he also knows that we're really weak and we get scared. And um and so sometimes we're like, Lord, could you just confirm this? I don't think he thinks of that like poorly or it's necessarily wrong. I would pray for an increase in faith. Um, but he often is so good to us um, in giving us those little hints that we're on the right path. So I don't know if anybody, yeah, I think it's okay. One back here. Yeah. Some of these are really good questions. <laughs> No, it's a really, this is like, this is one of the questions. Yes. Yes. I mean, I remember thinking about that as a little girl. Like, so God knows whether I'm going to heaven or hell. And I was like, and then I got really anxious about it. Because I was like, he knows, but then I'm making these choices. And it was really kind of overwhelming. Um, 
that was part of, that's a little sign that I was supposed to be a Dominican, perhaps. <laughs> um, so I think, I can't answer this whole question probably satisfactorily right now, but one thing that we need to remember is that God's, God's way of thinking and knowing and willing is totally other from ours. So when we know things, we know them in time. So like this happens and this happens and this happens. But, but God, God knows it, period. He just knows it. And it's, and it's all one in a certain way. Because he's eternal, so he knows it outside of time. And so for that reason, he can know our choices. And he actually, okay, this is gonna also maybe blow your mind a little bit, he actually causes our choices in a certain way. Because everything that exists would not exist if God were not causing it to exist, which includes us, it includes our free choices. But he doesn't cause things from the outside. Like when we cause things, we're like, okay, let me take this thing here and press it down here and we're, we're manipulating other things. But God doesn't do that. He's, he's, with, he's you know, beneath and within all that he created and he respects the way he created it. And so we freely choose because he is causing us to have that capacity at every moment. All right, so maybe if you have further questions, you can come up to us after. Thanks.